Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sarah Peck, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. Hey, everyone. So I just had someone ask me about potty training. Um, I was scratching my head trying to figure out what I remembered and what I didn't remember about potty training because it's been a minute. We actually did it. I'm trying to remember. It wasn't last summer. It was the summer before. And so my friend Margot called me and she said, oh, I have to think about potty training. I don't even want to think about potty training in a pandemic, but also what should I know about potty training in a pandemic? So what I'm going to do here is I'm actually just going to share the voice notes that I sent her. And please be forgiving with me because I am, you'll hear in the audio, I'm running around the house, picking things up. I am doing dishes. So there's some banging in the background and I'm trying my best to remember all the steps that we took to do potty training. But she messaged me back and she said, this is so useful. You should turn this into a podcast. So I'm just grabbing these audios and I'm going to share them here. I hope it's useful. It's like my 10 minute quickie overview of all of what I can remember about potty training. And so if you don't really have a brain cell to think about it, but your kid is in that 20 to 24 months years old and you think maybe you should be thinking about it, we grabbed the book, The Oh Crap a three-day potty training method or something like that. I'll, I'll get into why it, it, it's not three days. For us, it took like eight weeks. We did it over the summer. It, we did, uh, it worked pretty well. But anyways, here are the audio messages. Okay, I'll tell you what I remember about potty training because um, I'm going to have to do it again. But we read the Oh Crap Potty Training book. It was great. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's really easy to read, like read it over a week or two just to get the general gist. You don't even have to read the whole book. You only have to read the section that you're on. The paperback is super easy. Important things to know are that like the the good window is 20 months to 30 months. And um, just not to wait until after 30 months, I believe is what the general guideline is. It's like, If you wait until they're too settled into their routine, it can make it harder for you. Don't believe anyone that says it takes three days. Uh, It took, um, the way that we did it is it took us about a week for each phase. And within eight weeks, it was all good. Summertime's an awesome time to do it, but also wait for readiness cues for your kid. I just realized I should probably do a podcast episode about this. But we started, Leo started knowing when he was pooping, he would tell us. He was curious about it. Sometimes he would try to make it to the bathroom. We got him a little potty. We talked to him about what it was. I think we started around 26, 24 or 26 months. We started in the summer because there's fewer clothes to take on and off. And also I was due with Henry in October and I didn't want to try to potty train while I had a newborn. So Leo was two in May. So we must have done it around, yeah, 24 to 26 months. And it worked great. It took about the whole summer. It might be easier to do if you're home rather than at daycare, but also it was really nice because our daycare worked really well with us. So the way we did it was the first thing that you do is you, you just have, this is the three days. You have three days. And I would say like for your own peace of mind and sanity, just expand all the windows to longer timeframes. So call it seven days. But the first week, what you're doing is you're letting your kid run around naked. And the first three days are super intense because you cannot be on your phone or distracted. 
because what you're doing is, is trying to do behavioral training of when the kid starts peeing, you pick them up and you put them on the potty. And that's it. You're just trying to connect these two ideas because previously in their world, they would pee anytime. They don't even think about it. They're just like, whatever I pee, it's like an automatic thing and they're not noticing it. So you can't tell them cognitively, hey, that thing that you do that you don't pay attention to, now we need to start paying attention to it and doing it over here. You can't talk up the potty like it's a toy. They'll just think it's a toy. You need to be on them like a hawk. And then when they start peeing, and it is, these are the most tiring days, are the days when you just try to to watch. Like, you honestly need, like, a breakdown schedule with your partner to do it. You're like, I, like, and 30 minutes of this kind of dedicated attention is really hard. So just, like, somebody take the odd hours, somebody take the even hours. But the cool thing is after three days, and they say this in the book, you will learn your kid's pee style. You will learn whether they are a sprinkler, like, and they pee eight times a day, or you will learn whether they are a racehorse and they pee very infrequently. You will just learn so much, and that in and of itself will make everything else easier. Because once you start to see their patterns and behaviors, you're like, oh, my kid, like, holds it until 10 a.m. and then has a huge burst of a flood, or, oh, they need to go to the potty every 30 minutes. Same with poop. You will learn when they poop. Do they poop right away when they wake up? Is it, like, after they eat? Is it before nap time? So you're only just paying attention to their, when they do it, and then, like, your goal, and I missed so many, but your goal is to just take them over to the potty instantly. And you don't say anything other than pee goes in the potty poop goes in the potty because you don't want to like tell them you don't want to shame them you don't want to overly encourage them they're going to get like imagine if you were doing something that nobody ever paid attention to like picking your nose and then suddenly you had an army that was cheering you on being like yay margo you you picked your nose you're the most amazing person in the world you picked your nose picking your nose like you'd be kind of overwhelmed so it's just like hey margo we pick our nose we put it in kleenex when you pick your nose and you're like oh after like 10 to 100 of those, you're going to be like, oh, clean up, like boogers go in a Kleenex. Like, so, okay, that's the first batch. So that takes like the first seven days. People say you can do it in a weekend. The only reason they say you can do it in a weekend is because people don't have time off from work. So you're trying to do those first three days on a, like a holiday weekend or like it's Martin Luther King Day on Monday. We can, the three of us can be home. What's the next phase? Let me think for a second. The next phase is underwear. Oh, the next important thing to know is that night training and day training are different. And we made the executive decision to not do nighttime training. And like some, the thing that was really interesting is when we did potty training, after about two weeks, for six weeks, Leo was dry overnight. So he learned the relationship, which was super cool. And we were like, oh, maybe we don't have to do anything. But then it became an automatic behavior again. And he slowly started to pee in the middle of the night. And what people don't tell you is that when you are doing night training, you have to get up in the middle of the night, wake your kid up, take them to pee and teach them how to pee on their own in the middle of the night. And we were like two months from having a newborn. And we were like, nah, dog, like none of us is getting up in the middle of the night to wake a kid up. Like, nope, this is not happening. And so I asked some friends and they're like, you know, the other way to do this is just wait till they're five and their bladder is big enough and they make it through the night. Like eventually they will be out of diapers. So for us, Leah wears a pull up <laughs> at nap time. Like if he takes a two and a half hour nap, he's usually dry. If he takes a three and a half hour nap, sometimes he pees in his sleep. And I don't care because he's sleeping for three and a half hours. 
And then overnight he wakes up with a super wet diaper. He also like tries to drink like four cups of milk and a giant bottle of water at night. So like at some point we'll have to teach him to drink more water during the day. But again, these are all things I'm just kicking down the road because I think they're not creating huge behavioral problems. So Leo's still in diapers. It's totally fine. But daytime potty training. So after you do that first week, then what the book lays out is she calls it like phase one, two, three, and four. And she has this estimate. She's like, phase one will take like seven days and phase two will take like 10 days. But she also says, do not pay attention to the days. Most people like count on a calendar like, oh, it's day seven. Now we should move to phase two. No, like each phase takes as long as it takes with your particular kid and trying to rush them through phases doesn't work. So you just need to sit in the phase that you're in until they get it. And maybe it takes two days for each phase and that's awesome. I don't remember exactly what the phases are, but I do remember that they're super well laid out in the book. So I like, will order this paperback book for you if you want. Because I remember being so helpful. And if you can wrap your head around the fact that like, it's a phase and we just need to master these skills. What was it like them? I don't really remember, but it's like, they say that they're peeing is one of them. Like they start saying it. And then they start like, and then they stop having accidents. They say that they're pooping. There's different phases, but I remember... So what we did is we uh, left Leo Commando with tapered pants with elastic bands at the bottom. So no diaper, no underwear. Diaper is super confusing. Underwear is super confusing because they'll feel the soft fabric against their skin and they'll think like, oh, my entire existence and my whole life, I have been sitting in a warm, mushy pile of poop, so I might as well do it here too. And they revert back to the behavior. So what you want them to do is you want them to poop and have it uncomfortably fall in their pants and mush around their legs and have it be an av adverse, adverse, averse, whatever that word is, feeling. You want them to, like, the more it can be a natural, and this is where Alex and I really talked about it and doesn't say this really clearly in the book, but the more uncomfortable it is for them, the quicker it will be automatic learning rather than you having to watch them like a hawk. And, and it was great. The thing you just have to do is that you send, when we did it with daycare, we, we told daycare what we wanted. They were totally on board. And we said, if he has poop in his pants, We'll send four backup pairs of pants. Please wipe him down, tell him poop goes in the potty, and then give him more pants, no diapers at all whatsoever. We measured, and I think you'll like this as a measuring person. By the way, I should go check on my kids because I'm hiding from them. Hold on. They're totally fine. So we just measured week over week progress. And as long as it was improving, we just stayed on the same train. So like, I think the first week he would have two poop accidents a day and and then the next week he had like one poop accident a day. And then the next week he had like one poop accident every other day. And it's hard to see this as progress because like you're just dealing with so much poop. But, but it was really, pro and like when we zoomed out instead of being like, well, he pooped today, but he didn't poop yesterday. And oh my God, like, is he going back to the port? It's just like, how many poops this week? And if it's like 10 to seven to five to four, like you're on the right path and just stick to the program. Um, and then by, I think, middle of August, he was, he was good. He, like, all of it was good. There's some other stuff about carrying a potty around and when you go outside again and, like, that, which is one of the phases. It's, like, reintroducing going to the bathroom in the outside world. But, like, that's not really relevant in corona times for a while. So, yeah. Well, that's a wrap. If I had more time, I would re-record all of this for you and make it a clean audio file. But for now... Those are the voice notes I sent to my friend Margot, and I hope it helps you think a little bit about something you might have to do in the middle of a pandemic, or maybe you're just waiting until later. These are crazy times, y'all. 
Good luck. I'm thinking about all of you. <laughs>